I did something terrible, Grace. I hope you can forgive me. Da, da, da. Welcome to Audio Shelf. A place where we take you on a fantastic journey through our audiobook adventures. I'm Brad. And I'm Brittany. And we are the voices in your head. Let's talk about the title because that's going to be half the podcast. Yes. Okay. So the <laughs> title of this book is The Sister. I'm not stopping there. A psychological thriller with a brilliant twist you won't see coming. Wow. That is the full title. That's quite a... Uh, That's a title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The author for this book <laughs> is Louise Jensen. Narrator is Natalie Blass. Publisher is Bookator. The release date was July 7th. 2016. So it's relatively new, mm-hmm. kind of. And the duration is nine hours. So it's a long one. Yes. Just as long as the title. Yes. <laughs> it's actually, to be honest, it should be eight hours and 50 minutes because it takes 10 minutes to get to the, through the title. Right. <laughs> and the genre is psychological thriller, fiction, suspense. But didn't you notice that from the title? A psychological thriller? Right? <laughs> like the genre was in the title. I'm, I'm just really confused about the title. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys, but we really despise this title. Yeah. And we'll get to it. So, yeah. So, let me tell you the synopsis that is taken from Amazon. Grace hasn't been the same since the death of her best friend, Charlie. She is haunted by Charlie's words the last time she saw her, and in a bid for answers, opens an old memory box of Charlie's. It soon becomes clear that there was a lot she didn't know about her best friend. When Grace starts a campaign to find Charlie's father, Anna, a girl claiming to be Charlie's sister, steps forward. For Grace, finding Anna is like finding a new family. And soon, Anna has made herself very comfortable in Grace and her boyfriend Dan's home. But something isn't right. Things disappear. Dan's acting strangely, and Grace is sure that someone is following her. Is it all in Grace's mind? Or as she gets closer to discovering the truth about both Charlie and Anna, is Grace in terrible danger? There's nothing she could have done to save Charlie. Or was there? So, that's the synopsis. That's the synopsis of The Sister, a psychological thriller with a brilliant twist you won't see coming. Mm-hmm. So at first with this title, I thought that the title was just The Sister. Mm-hmm. Like that, any normal person would think. That's what I thought. I said, oh, let's get The Sister, Britt. You're like, oh, The Sister sounds great. Yeah. But then as um, Natalie was going through the, the typical things that a narrator goes through, which is the title and then the author and then who's narrating it, she did the title and she said all of that. And I was like, oh, okay, so that wasn't a review And I found that there's like a whole slew of books that have the same Mm -hmm. thing. By the same author. No, by different authors. Oh, by different authors. Well, she has the same author has the Has another one, yeah. Mm -hmm. But my idea of it, is it the author or is it the publisher? I think it would probably be the publisher. I think it's the publisher. I don't think the author created this extra add-on to her original title. Yeah, because Louise Jensen, she has the blank Mm -hmm. type of um, title. The sister. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think that's what she's going off of. And then the publisher adds on these extra things. All we know is we did not like it. We didn't like the title. I mean, I love the book. Yeah. And I I just thought that the title was telling me what I was to expect. And I feel like sometimes that can really hurt a book. If you're telling me that a brilliant twist is coming. It better be brilliant. It better be Academy Award winning. Yes. It better be something I've never seen before. Mm -hmm. And I watch a lot of soap operas. Yes, you do. You are the expert. 
let's get to the audiobook, shall right. we? Yes, let's shall. All right. So what did you think of the tone and breathing of Natalie's performance? I loved her voice. I really did. I mean, it was, oh my goodness. Yes. It was soft mm-hmm. and it was soothing and it was like so clear and it was also really intriguing. Yes. Like she hooked me with Grace from the very beginning. I, can I Let's just talk about Grace because I love Grace as a character. I think she is powerful. I think she's strong. I think she knows what she wants in life and she's not afraid to put things aside for her own true happiness. Mm-hmm. I really like Grace as a character. I found her a little naive, though. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Very naive. Interesting. I think that her judgment was clouded because of Charlie's death. And while I feel like Charlie gave Grace a lot of the qualities that you were talking about, mm-hmm. but when Charlie died, she kind of took some of the qualities away and, mm. and covered them up. And it was through the course of the novel that Grace really found herself yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I really liked about Grace. Yeah, I think I like that journey Mm -hmm. of that kind of character. Yeah. But yeah, so Natalie's performance of the audiobook audiobook was great. I feel like her breathing was on point. There was no, like, heavy gasp or heavy sighs or, you know, or, like, every time she starts a sentence... Her tone was very balanced, and I don't think it was too loud. And when it's a panicked moment or there was a lot of emotion going on, I don't think it was overdone. Yeah. Her injection of emotion into it is that the inflection that Natalie has in her voice kind of replaced the need of any overdone emotion. She has a very steady voice that elevated the writing perfectly. There was this moment where Grace was eating yogurt and it was an apricot. And I found it hilarious because she did it in a sexy, sultry voice, which is completely unnecessary for eating yogurt. And she says, that's my favorite. And I was like, what? You know, it was just like so weird. And I I had to make a note of it. Uh, That's hilarious. Because when you think, it was kind of like she was like, it was like a sexy secret that apricot was her favorite. Apricot is a very sensual fruit, apparently. Mm Mm-hmm. So for me, for her voices, I found them to be very subtle in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So I didn't think that she was like overdoing it or anything with all of them. But as soon as we started getting outside of Grace and Charlie and we got more of the grandfather and Dan's voice Mm -hmm. and Greg, who was like an Irish accent Mm -hmm. that she did, I thought she did phenomenal with male voices. Yeah, she did. And she did really well with differentiating between Charlie and Grace. Like, Charlie's voice was a higher pitch than Grace's. Charlie's was like this badass voice. And Grace was like, oh, I'm your innocent friend and you teach me the bad things. And I I really liked how she does that with her voice. Mm Mm-hmm. There was one thing at the end when Dan and Grace were fighting. This was the one time I couldn't tell them apart. It was when Grace and Dan were sharing this very heated moment and they were going back and forth. And I felt like she was using the same voice for both of them because it was just very fast paced dialogue. That was the only time I couldn't tell them apart. But other than that, I really liked her male voices. Mm -hmm. She made the characters that you were supposed to have a distaste for, like Lexi. She made you really not like like them. Like I really hated Lexi. imagine Lexi as this trailer park, mm-hmm. like blonde, frizzy, frizzy hair, wearing mink, fake mink, trashy woman. Right from the bat, I was like, this b-. Yeah, right? <laughs> Sorry. No, that's what I have in my notes. I was like, <laughs> ugh, I hate Lexi. Such a b-. <laughs> Okay, now I like Lexi. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what? You like Lexi? The- I switched. Wow. I switched like near the near the end of the book mm-hmm. I was that's like, that's this never psych- mind that's, that's a big psychological twist is britney switched britney switched to she <laughs> likes her characters yeah i didn't i didn't care for lexi too much 
And I, I also didn't like the friends, Siobhan, Siobhan and Esme. Oh, yeah. I just, I mean, I, I felt no connection to them. And I know they're, you know, I feel like I was supposed to, but I just didn't yeah, really connect I, with them. I did not feel a connection with Siobhan. I, I mean, obviously, like, Siobhan's one of the mean girls, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But she's still in their friend group. She's a friend of me. Uh, yeah, she's a friend of me. When the book first starts, it starts off with Grace and Charlie burying their memory box and everything. As the chapters go on, we sort of have a now and then breaking up of the chapters. The transitions for the chapters are like chapter one, now, chapter two, then. And we get taken back to when Grace first starts at the school that Charlie and Siobhan and Esme go to. We get an idea of why they have a distaste mm-hmm. for Grace because she's a newcomer. Mm-hmm. She's just entering school at, what was it, like nine? Yeah. That's when Siobhan kind of gets this mm-hmm. sort of mean girl mentality of yeah. not liking Grace because she hasn't been there since the beginning. Of course, we meet Dan. Pretty much everybody went to school with each other. The people in this book are all very tight-knit. Grace still lives in the town. And then, of course, Charlie is gone. And you figure out what happens to the others as the as the novel goes on. Mm-hmm. And I also think Natalie Blass didn't really like Siobhan either. Yeah. I felt like with Siobhan's character, you expect this, like, rude, sorority-type kind of voice, and there was none of it. It was just like, I'm Siobhan, I don't like you because of this. I didn't get any passion, any interest in Siobhan's backstory or character from Natalie. It was just basic mean girl. Yeah. And then along with her sister, Abby, I feel like Natalie had a deeper investment and, I guess, distaste for Abby. Mm. Because she did put a lot of enthusiasm into Abby's bullying. Mm Mm-hmm. Because Abby was Siobhan's sister, younger, and kind of just like a little crony that just followed around Siobhan. Yeah. Also making Grace's life a living hell. Mm-hmm. She had a lot of enthusiasm for the bullying that she was doing in Abby. Yeah. So it was interesting. It's intriguing. How do you feel the world was built in this novel? Do you think that there was like a clear picture for everything? Hmm. Well, this was one another book that it took me a couple times to start. Because of the title, I was expecting such a big twist that, first of all, it did not happen until the very end. Very, very end. Very end. But in the beginning, I was like, wait, I got to get every detail. Like, I got to get everything. And to me, I wasn't getting that in my first couple of listens. And so Mm -hmm. I had to start it over a couple of times, which everyone knows, like, it's not my favorite thing to do. It makes me kind of think negatively about the book. But on the other hand, I feel that it did give a good picture of the world I definitely understood kind of, you know, the past and the present. I loved in every chapter where it said chapter 37 now or chapter 38 then. That helped me. The subtitles helped me get a picture of what's going on when and where. I don't know if there was too much description on where things were taking place. I get it. We went to this place to dig up the box and this place to do that and that. But I don't think the world was too big of a... It didn't play a big role in the story. Yeah. There's a lot of bar stuff. Dan went to this bar. Anna went to that bar. But other than that, I don't really think there was a lot going on in the world. I think it was just mostly like internal story that was Mm -hmm. happening for the book. Yeah. I had a very clear picture of the cottage that Dan and Grace lived where most of the story took place and then also grace's place of work there was a few parts of the book that took place at the happy acorns place (laughs) what a weird name it was so cute and like baby like which was perfect because it was a daycare Mm -hmm. pretty much any store that the characters went into like the dress shop where anna Mm. and grace went into 
mm-hmm. before Dan's business dinner. That was very well described. The dresses were really well done. I felt like we were in like Pretty Woman or something. Oh, yeah. Which again... <laughs> Anna not having money, but then also wanting a dress. If I were Grace, I wouldn't be dropping $100 on this woman that I met two weeks before. Yeah, that is. I mean, there is a little iffy moments about Grace's uh, judgment judgment and decision making. Yeah, it was kind of weird. (laughs) But the thing that I like the most about this is that they really knocked it out of the park with the description of the cottage because Mm -hmm. there are some sketchy things that are happening. Someone's following Grace and they constantly are coming down where her cottage is. Mm -hmm. And her cottage is farther back from the, the town. Nobody drives down that road to her house. So whenever there was somebody weird that came down, the description of that cottage was so well done. I felt uneasy yeah. at the people being there mm-hmm. because it just, I could see fields of, I think it was like a wheat field that she mm-hmm. lived by. I could see like the headlights coming through the wheat as it blew through the wind and like trees and it just feeling abandoned and overgrown mm-hmm. and real creepy. I saw a lot of shadows. Yes. Yeah. Sh- and it made me want to look behind. Yes. I was like, what, 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 what's going on? Yeah. What's going on? I mean, the, the book was incredibly incredibly well descriptive mm-hmm. and, and it also well-written. and it also made me think when the big reveal did happen everything came together mm-hmm. it was a one big giant puzzle that one on top of the other thing came together and there was a lot of twists and i think that's why the title was so long and it talked about twists because there was a lot of them yeah there was a lot of tiny little twists i mean i felt like i figured out what was going to happen halfway through as soon as we met anna because something about anna was off mm-hmm. and we should talk a little bit about anna because mm-hmm. she was strange she was a strange being and i will have to say about the audiobook and the interest in the narration i felt like natalie yes natalie had a lot of interest a lot she showed a lot of emotion but for me it didn't happen until anna came yeah. i felt like anna or natalie was just reading the beginning and she was just reading the story and then all of a sudden right when anna came it was like all right Put it in gear. Let's show everything that I got. I was interested when she came. Yeah. Anna was weird as a mother. Oh, God. Anna just... Anna was real creepy. Mm -hmm. I mean, she came in, and as soon as she came in, and they met at a coffee shop, I got this very uneasy feeling. I didn't like it. And partially because the synopsis of the book is like, a girl claiming to be Charlie's sister steps forward. And so the word claiming being in there... Just kind of made me feel like mm-hmm. she was saying this. We're unsure if it's true or not. Proceed with caution. Yeah. And so I got that from the synopsis. So I, of course, looked at Anna and I've seen enough Lifetime movies. It was a, This was definitely Lifetime. Oh, yeah. I've seen this. I've yeah, seen it. Right? I've seen it. We've seen it every single Lifetime movie is this with Anna and Grace, with Anna trying to like move in. This was like every single Lifetime movie at the part where Anna and Grace meet, where you're like very sketched out by Mm -hmm. Anna. You don't know what to believe. You know that something's wrong with her, but you don't know what. And then you start making your guesses. Mm -hmm. My guesses ended up being wrong. Yeah, I was I was wrong. The half of the book, I thought Charlie wasn't real. Right. (laughs) I texted you. I was like, is Charlie a personality? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for this really dark twist. Yeah. And that's I think that's what threw me off. Yeah. And I blame that title. Oh, yeah. Weird stuff starts happening as soon as Anna starts coming in. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as she calls Grace fat oh. in the dress shop, mm-hmm. I was like, Anna is a bad person. Yeah. And she's doing all of this messed up stuff to Grace. Mm-hmm. And she is the problem. 
And that wasn't even the twist. Louise wrote that in there to be like, haha, dummies. Yes, that is the story. Anna mm-hmm. is messing with everything. But that's not the twist. But that's not the twist. It is not the who. It is the why. And it is the holy Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, it was it threw me for a loop the whole entire book. Mm-hmm. Dan and his God, he, he was so I, he was so angry at Anna, like I, all the time. The whole the whole time I'm like, you you hiding something, Dan. You just met her and you're like, mm, I don't want her here. Mm. Get her out of my house. <laughs> that was Dan. That was Dan's voice. Get her out of my house. Get her out of my house. I mean, they were British too, so <laughs> <laughs> my my accent is like completely off. Um, but you know, so I I tried to keep notes like as the book was going, just because of the title, I wanted to keep a record of my guesses and everything. Oh, so I let's started go off. Those. I started off being like Anna is strange. <laughs> She's trying to move in on Grace and replace Charlie, and I don't like that. I dislike Anna. Mm. That was my first note. And then Dan is unreasonably angry at Anna. Something's <laughs> off. And then I said, Anna's plotting something. I don't like her at all. <laughs> and then I said, the uh, there's no way I'd be buying a $100 dress for someone that just called me fat. Exactly. I feel like you could have tweeted these things. It would have been the live tweet of the book. I We probably should start doing that. We should. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We should. Tell us what you think, listeners. Yeah, tell us about that feedback. <laughs> And then I predicted something that was completely off. Like like you thinking Charlie was not a real person. I thought that Anna was somebody claiming to be another person who was another character in the book. Mm. Sound, that's a total like brain maze. That's a mind If you could follow that. But that was wrong. And then I just ended with Anna is a b- <laughs> <laughs> That was my final guess. Uh, uh, at the end, I, I think the author tried to make us feel bad. For certain characters, mm-hmm. when in reality, I didn't. No. I didn't feel bad for Anna at all. No. No Anna. I didn't feel bad for Dan. I didn't ba- feel bad for Lexi. Oh, I'm lying. I did end up feeling bad for Anna at a certain point. Hmm. But it didn't last very long. No. No. Because I went back to disliking her soon exactly. after. I started to like Lexi only because I felt that her anger towards Grace was because she lost her daughter. Because mm. Lexi was Charlie's mom. So when Charlie died, there was like a big scene at the funeral home and she blamed Grace. But then they end up making up. But I still just feel like all of the Lexis from the then from the past, mm-hmm. I did not like Lexi from the past. Oh no, she was just horrible. No, she was, you just, are she was an, an idiot. alcoholic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you think that this book it was nine hours? So mm-hmm. did you think it was too long or too short to kind of cover this big of a story? It went by really quickly. Mm-hmm. That nine hours flew by. It flew. Yeah, because I I listened to this at the gym. I also listened to it when I was just sitting on the couch. I mean, I actively was like i need to listen to this book so i just plopped myself on the couch which is rare for me to do to listen to a book Mm -hmm. and i just listened listened to it in bed before going to sleep i just listened to it whenever i could Mm -hmm. so for me i like i said earlier i feel like it didn't really hit until probably maybe chapter seven and then it kind of flew by for me Mm -hmm. and i feel like this story was definitely a slow to warm up here's what's going on with grace let's throw you for a little loop and make you think something's up with charlie and the box and and the message that says i did something terrible grace i hope you can forgive me and so you're thinking about what did what did charlie do what did she do that was so bad when you met anna you kind of forget about that letter 
You totally forget about it. Mm-hmm. I Kinda, mean, yeah. Grace doesn't even open the letter for no. a little while. Mm-hmm. And so I think the real story was Anna. So I was like, come on, get to Anna. I feel like in the beginning, there's a lot of stuff that wasn't needed. Mm-hmm. But again, it flew right when you got to chapter seven. And how I listened to it was driving, of course. And my mom also had a little surgery this week. And so I was spending the night with her in the hospital and over overnight hospital. Creepy. Oh, God, I so bet. So this was a perfect... <laughs> I bet this perfect uh, psychological thriller with a brilliant twist it was... It was creepy. And I think that was a perfect setting, unfortunately. <laughs> it would have been a perfect setting for you to write your own psychological that thriller agree. with a brilliant twist. What if I was like a shuttered island in and I was like, oh my God, I'm the patient. Oh my gosh. That would have been great. Oh. So I think it was a perfect length for this type of story mm-hmm. and the twist that came. And it was like compounding twists, like one Ooh. after the other. Yeah. So I think it was a perfect time to kind of flatten all those out. Yes. I completely agree. So would you listen to this book again? I feel like I got a lot of the clues for the book the first time around because mm-hmm. I really paid attention to them because of the title. So, okay. So when we started this, we kind of were hating on the title, but now that we've been talking about this, I sort of see why the title worked, why the long title, the psychological thriller with the brilliant twist, because it made me pay attention. Hmm. It really made my listening intentional and not just listening to it because I'm like, oh, the sister, I wonder what this will be about. I'm just going to listen to it. I know it's a psychological thriller, but eh. And, and Anna is claiming to be a sister, so it has to be about Anna. Yeah. And then and then to just not pay attention to the details. But because of the long title, I paid attention to all the details. I really listened. I made my guesses, which I normally do. But when my guesses end up being wrong, I'm like, well, I'll just wait for it. But with this one, I evolved my mm-hmm. guessing. And it, lo- and it showed because you were yeah. sitting there writing down your guessing and it ended up being completely wrong and you were happy about it right yeah i was glad that i was wrong because the twist was really well done Mm -hmm. i don't know if i can call it brilliant but definitely not brilliant i've seen this in a lot of other things i actually want to comment there was a moment where the author talked about misery with kathy bates oh yes and i said that was exactly what i was thinking yes and I'm glad that the author did that mm-hmm. because it shows that yeah, this part of the twist isn't completely isn't, original yeah. and completely brilliant. I don't know if any of the twists were completely brilliant, but they were, together I feel like they made a big impact on the story. Yeah. But I love how they threw out that whole, oh, misery Kathy Bates feeling, you know? Yeah, it, that was really, really cool. And, and I do think at some point, I think I would just use a different descriptive word for the twist. Brilliant is top-notch, top-shelf, top-whatever-else mm-hmm. you can think of that's top. And this was just kind of like middle-shelf. Mm-hmm. It was a twisty. It was a lifetime shelf. It was a little Twizzler. <laughs> <laughs> so, would you shelf this or shove this? I would shelf it. I think I would definitely shelf it. And it makes me curious to hear... Or listen to The, the gift, gift. Yeah. Another book that has a colon. And maybe that's the twist of this book is us actually liking the colon. And the colon. <laughs> the us, colon. Us. I like I like my colon just fine. <laughs> but the, the twist is us actually liking the title. Yeah. Those hmm. long titles. The cover art for them oh my God, I love draws the me in yes. so much. Yes. I mean, I just, I do just want to listen to them over and over. But mm-hmm. So yeah, we're going to shelf this. Yeah. So please like us on Facebook. We are at Audio Shelf and follow us on Twitter at Audio Shelf Me. If you want to check out this book and hear the brilliant twist for yourself, you can get this one for free. 
just click on the Audible affiliate link at the bottom of our website, audioshelf.me, and sign up for the 30-day free trial. Two. 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 Uno dos. Dos. Free books. And while you're at it, subscribe to us on iTunes Podcast, Google Music, and Stitcher, and everywhere else you can find the podcasts. All over the world. All over the world. And it's a psychological twist that will bring you brilliance is our podcast. With <laughs> <laughs> a little tack on. Audio shelf. A brilliant podcast that will leave you hungry for mystery and, and listening pleasure. More. <laughs> <laughs> and give us your best title, extended title for our audio shelf. Yeah, nothing <laughs> offensive. <laughs> All right. Bye. This has been Audio Shelf, where we release new episodes every Monday. If you want to stay updated, listen to previous episodes, or suggest audiobooks for us to feature, visit us at audioshelf.me. We are Brad and Brittany. Thank you for listening. Yeah. How do you pronounce that? Bookator. Bookator. Book Otor. Whatever. We have a few. <laughs> Let's shout. <laughs> Did I say shout? No. No. <laughs> shout the f- I have no idea. But it pops tires. I mean and apricots are or <laughs> apricots. However you pronounce Apri- it. Apricot apricot. I do apricot. But I feel like it, maybe this was the only part of the the area, the only part of the audiobook that I found a little off putting because I was yeah. like, you should have been like, that's my favorite instead of that's my favorite. It's <laughs> just so <laughs> weird. Is that a car trying to come by? I think so. <laughs> Make it away, choo choo train. Yes. Complain. I swear <laughs> to God, I'm not going to be able to get through this. Excuse me. I'm going to start over again. Just because I want to go crazy. I had a very <laughs> okay. Now, now I'm like irritated. Um, How many planes are flying out of? I don't know. Don't people know a Super Bowl? Was it a cheap time to fly? It must have been. Uh, Going to New England, where hopefully they lose. Oh my god! So please feel free. No, please don't feel free. Do. Please like us and follow us. Oh, wait, I should have. And www.killcars.com. Where is that car going? I, don't, I think it's just outside. Just, it's sitting.